I often wonder why, when working and living and relating and interacting with a borderline, we have expectations that they're going to behave in a normal way. Welcome to My Inner Torch. You know, um, I'm going to start off this podcast with my normal disclaimer that if you have been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, or if you suspect that you have borderline personality disorder, this podcast is not for you. This is for people who are dealing with people who have borderline personality disorder. So I guess if you do have BPD and you want to hear from a different perspective as to um, the results of your behaviors, your rages, your emotional dysregulation, your detaching, your splitting, uh, how it has uh, an impact on people, then perhaps maybe this might be of uh, some value to you. If not, it is for those of us who are surviving, who are choosing, and notice how I use the word choosing to remain in a relationship with a borderline, because when it comes down to the hard fat of the matter, that's what we are doing. I have chosen to be involved with someone with borderline personality disorder, my wife, for over 19 years. Now, at the beginning, I really didn't understand what I was dealing with. And that comes back to the crux of this particular podcast. Why do we have normal expectations of someone with borderline personality disorder? And perhaps if we didn't, maybe we would feel differently. For years, I could not understand why my wife would emotionally dysregulate. She always sort of palmed it off to being that she was direct, that she had no filter. We actually had a funny term for her that she had hasty tongue syndrome. But, you know, as much as we gloss over all these behaviors and we give what I would like to call emotional allowances, uh, and I've given probably hundreds of millions of emotional dollars in emotional allowances to my wife, you know, we, we tend to try to, you know, we tend to react as if this is normal behavior. And again, I, I, I talk a lot about the various uh, bulletin boards out there. BPD family, uh, com is, I think it's.com. I'm not absolutely sure, but I, that's one that I definitely hang out on. And I, I, you know, read postings by people who are either married to someone with BPD in a relationship with someone with BPD. Uh, they have somebody in their family, their, their father, mother, sibling has BPD. And, you know, the common thread that I seem to see is, is that we're all kind of taken aback by these people's behaviors because we're considering them to be out of the realm of normalcy. And, and folks, that's what they are. These are not normal behaviors. Somebody who is abusive by nature or by hurt or by the way they were raised or whatever, you know, when they lash out at us, when they dysregulate, when they detach, when they split, guys, this is, this is not normal behavior. And for years I was sitting there making excuses for my wife saying, you know, okay, I guess that's normal behavior. I guess she's angry or whatever. It's not angry. She has a personality disorder. So inherently it comes down to us for us to accept that we choose 
to continue, that we choose to interact, that we choose to stay in a relationship with somebody with UPPD, undiagnosed borderline personality disorder, or somebody who has been diagnosed with personality disorder, borderline personality disorder, that is. We choose, we choose. You know, when it comes down to it, a relationship is kind of like a democracy. You have the right to walk away. Unless somebody is holding a gun to your head or threatening you with death if you leave them, you, and even then, you have a choice. You can risk, you know, being killed. You can risk being harmed. But, you know, we do have that choice. And on a lot of these forums, you know, when you're wanting to respond to somebody who's in pain, uh, they tell you, don't, don't tell the person to leave. You know, don't give advice to somebody to leave a relationship. And I would agree with that. I would agree with that because the choice has to be yours. We have to accept, and now I'm speaking for my own self, and I have come to that acceptance, that the behaviors of somebody with BPD are not, and I repeat, are not normal. So we should not have the expectation that we will be in a normal relationship and that we will be treated normally. And it has taken me years to figure that out. So take the benefit of my knowledge if you're just entering into a relationship with somebody with BPD who you suspect has BPD or somebody who may have told you, I've been diagnosed with BPD. You have to understand that you will not, and I repeat, not be in a normal relationship. It will not be a normal relationship. In previous podcasts, I've talked about the fact that I don't know what a normal relationship is because I suspect that uh, I've been married twice. This is my second marriage. First marriage lasted for 12 years. And I suspect that my first wife was not all there. I don't know if she had BPD. I can't really say that for certain. I can definitely say that my present wife does. But what does it say about me? And I've talked about this in a lot of my podcasts. It's, it's hard to come to that honesty with yourself. What am I doing? Why am I choosing to be in this relationship? Why am I putting myself out there? Why am I being hurt on a regular basis? Why am I allowing somebody to one moment say that they love me, idolize me, and then the next minute tell me that they don't care about me? Or in the next minute, in some cases that I see, and thankfully this is not with my wife, that there was somebody else, that they've left you, that they've detached from you, and you are left reeling, thinking, how can they just do that? How can they just move on to somebody else with reckless abandon and with no, no thought about your feelings, how you might feel, because the borderline doesn't feel empathy. My wife doesn't. She doesn't care how I feel. It's about her. It's about how she feels. And that's why narcissistic personality disorder and borderline personality disorder, sometimes if you read about the two of them, they basically, if you have two circles, they kind of intermesh. Those, those symptoms are all very, very, very similar. Those of the narcissist and those of somebody with BPD. So I think really when it comes down to it, 
the advice that I can give to all of you listening, and again, thank you for your support. Thank you for your comments and thank you for your understanding. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. That's a great way for me to throw in that email address. If you want to reach out to me, I'm very, very interested to hear about your experiences with BPD. But I mean, inherently, we do have to take a step back and we have to ask ourselves, why do we choose to remain in a relationship that requires so much effort, so much attention, thinking before you speak, walking on eggshells, all these things? Why do we do it? And why do we continue to love that person who hurts us? who doesn't seem to have any regard to our feelings. Why? Ask yourself that. Why? And I've been asking myself that for now several years, and I still remain. What does that speak of me? What does that, how does it paint me? And so I'm not looking for sympathy and people to say to me, oh gosh, I'm so sorry, because I consider myself to be a mature, intelligent individual. And yet I make the choice and have made the choice and continue to make the choice to remain in a relationship that I know is not fulfilling and that it will not give me what I so desperately want. But maybe that's why I'm in this relationship because the borderline, you can never do enough for them. And maybe I want to be in that relationship or that type of relationship where I'm doing so much for that person. And there's no more doing. Maybe that's my role as the caretaker, as the enabler, as the, I guess, the the normal partner, the constructive partner. Maybe I'm just going to keep on going, trying to show this person, my wife, that, you know, the world isn't the bad place that she thinks it is, that it's not black, that there is some gray. You know, borderlines think black or white. There's no gray. There's no middle way with a borderline. And there is no way that you will do enough for them. Happiness is a fleeting emotion for the borderline. My wife can be happy for 20 seconds. And then she goes right back to where she was before. My wife can say, let's sell the house. And uh, an hour later, she can talk about staying in the house, even though she hates the house. My wife might say, you know, your job is really great and I think you're you're doing really well. And then maybe tomorrow she may say, I don't know why you have that job because it's a crappy job. You shouldn't have it. You should do something different. That's not normal. And it won't be. So, again, I mean, I, I guess if anything, these podcasts are kind of a realization, a watershed moment, an epiphany. A, oh, okay, yeah, I get it now. For those of you who are listening, and for those of us who remain and choose to remain in the trenches, fighting the battle, seeking the love and affection of somebody who gave it to us initially, gave us a taste of a wonderful world, and then has since rescinded that, has taken that away from us. And maybe that's why we stay. Maybe that's why we try to get back what we lost. And I have to tell you, unfortunately, I've come to the epiphany that what we lost, most likely we will not get back because somebody with BPD is not capable, 
is not capable of sustaining the love bombing. That is there for a purpose. And that purpose is to bring you into the fold. And that's where you can choose to remain or you can exit. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Please feel free to reach out to me. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again for your support. And I certainly hope that these words are not discouraging to you, that they are, if anything, helping you come to the realization of why you choose to remain in a relationship with a borderline, why you choose to put up with what we know are not normal behaviors. Please don't think that they are because they aren't. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. Please stay tuned for a future podcast coming up as the journey continues. This is my inner torch.